This podcast is not a substitute for counseling therapy, nor is it a sermon or teaching production. It is intended for informational purposes only and is purely conversational. Some things are not better left unsaid. I'm your co-host, Ishan Burgundy. And I'm co-host, Dara Hairston. From relationships to religion, let's discuss taboo topics. Transparently. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. I don't know why my nose is itching. Somebody must be talking about me. That make your nose itch? I don't know. When I was growing up. One of my other aunts She used to say that She said if your hands start itching You're going to get money And if your nose is itching Somebody talking about you Somebody is talking about me a lot I mean I did do this long IG story the other day Maybe they talking about that What in the witchcraft? <laughs> <laughs> you crazy get one, of them, get one of them Pentecostal handshakes Oh my gosh You know what that is? What money in it? Yeah. <laughs> Why they call it a Pentecostal handshake? I have no clue. Somebody said that to me one day, and it stuck. Doctor Hairston, your pager is beeping. Oh, I must be wanted in surgery. Give me a second. Um, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to go into this topic, so I'm gonna ease us into it. Um, but I know that this makes you uncomfortable. But I think I should put myself on blast. As a way to comfort this conversation, to what do you call it when you want to um want people to relax and put your what you call it ease, be at ease be at ease but it's I don't know why every time I get on the podcast I can't remember my terms and stuff but I have a video up on YouTube years old about a time when I was at a job and because me and my husband were not. As intimately connected emotionally, um, there was a void there. And see, the enemy knows when you have certain voids, just who to send. Just so y'all know, this podcast is being recorded with our children playing in the background. So y'all might hear them. Normally, we wait until they're asleep, but that's not the option for today. Right. So sorry about that. So you'll you'll hear it. Children pleasantly enjoying life and sunshine. Sunshine, a sunny day. But anyway, like I was saying, the enemy knows just who to send. That's why it's very important that you are in communication with your spouse. If there are certain needs that you feel like you need fulfilled to work on some kind of compromise to figure that out. My husband and I had several conversations about me kind of feeling a little lonely, feeling um, neglected. In our marriage. This was years ago, mind yeah. you. Um, and At least a year ago. No, I'm playing. Stop it. And I brought it to him because I was like, you know, I don't want the enemy using... He uses our secrets. Like, he uses the things that we hide. So, if we expose them and we tell someone that we trust what's going on, then he can't use it against us. So I came to him and I told him, like, I'm feeling neglected, you know. And at that point, there was no other, you know, no nobody trying to do nothing. Or another anything. man. Baby, stop it. In the picture. There's, there's never been another man in the picture. So anyway. Well, he was trying I, to get a hold of the frame. That's for sure. Well, look, the devil sent him. Let's just be real. 
I told you, and you know, at that time you were in a different place than where you are. So you didn't really receive it. And I don't even think you really knew what to do with that information of me telling you I feel neglected. Let's pause right there. When I told you that, because you didn't, you hurt me, you know, you hurt me, but I I think you were a little offended because it was like, yo, I got all this stuff on my plate and you talking about wanting to be emotionally connected. Like, I'm trying to take care of a whole family. Like, chill with all of that. Like, you didn't say that, but that was the energy. Yeah. But if I'm wrong, tell me. how. When I came to you, because it... I'm going to tell you how it escalated after we after my husband responds. But because you didn't really take it that seriously, it, it opened the door for something. So why, when I told you, was it not, like, serious to you? It was serious to me, but, you know... So when you're dealing with trauma, everybody has their own ways of, of of coping with it. And one of my coping mechanisms used to be shut down everything else and just focus on a priority in front of me. So anything else around that gets no attention until whatever the priority in front of me gets handled. And so when you brought that to me, I thought it was important, but for me it wasn't a priority because I was worried about paying bills and income. Mm-hmm. So it is it's not like I just heard you and just, you know, whatever. It was like, okay, I hear you. And then it was like out of sight, out of mind after that. Mm-hmm. After you said what you said, it made an impact. But then once the conversation was over and we were off doing other things, mm-hmm. I didn't think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you were serious and mm-hmm. you were still dealing with neglect. Neglect. And, and neglect, my mind was just in a whole nother place. Neglect so. for a woman is a really serious thing. It's as it's as serious as a man's need for physical sex. Yeah. Like emotional fulfillment for us, we need that more than we need Absolutely. sex. Most Absolutely. Most women, I can't say every woman, but most women, they need that emotional connection. They need to feel like nothing is in between us. They need to feel like I can connect with you. You hear me. I feel heard. I'm validated. I'm he- You pay attention. You see me. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that now. I didn't know that at the time. I thought it was something. It. That, you knew it at no, the time, babe. You, I, think I you didn't just, know how severe it, or serious it was. Yeah, I didn't. And that's what I'm saying. Like. You knew it. You knew those things, but like I said, I don't think you really at that time knew how to process what I was telling you. Like, okay, I hear you, but what what do I do with that? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fulfill your emotional need. And I think it was right. more like, but I do know how to figure out a way to get this money or get do this or do... Like, I know how to do that. That I don't know, and I'm not really... I don't really have the energy or the time to figure it out right now because I'm doing this. My focus is here. And yeah. so when I told my husband that, mind y'all, it was very hard because that that part wasn't really hard. It wasn't as hard as when I had to tell him what it escalated into. But originally it was hard because I already, if you married, you know what your husband is dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like intuitively and just psychologically, you kind of can see like, and so you don't want to feel like a burden, especially if your husband can sometimes feel like, dang, I'm I'm trying. Like, what else you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? So you kind of just maybe will withhold, 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 and then you'll say, you know, 
I'm dealing with this. And I was because I felt so alone. Like I felt like I was, we were married in that season of our marriage, but I was alone. You know what I mean? Like you rarely, you never came to bed at night because you worked the night shift. Um, when you came home during the day, you were asleep. On your weekends off, you worked on music or you did shows or you shot videos. And it was just like, I never really saw you or got to feel connected, you know? So I tell my husband that nothing changes. He hears me. He's like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm sorry you feel that way. But like he said, out of sight, out of mind. When a conversation ended, the thought of it ended. And so I was at a job at that time. And then this guy just starts coming around. He was a manager and he would just come around my workspace area often. And yeah. then um, because I kind of, I didn't report to him, but he like supervised my area. So he had to come around my yeah, he, area he, all the time. Yeah, he was supervising. All right. So he comes around and um, he's like, I remember one of the first times there was like, I knew it was like an issue of how neglected I felt and how much of an emotional void I felt because he came around and he was like, did you eat today? And I was like, man, my husband hasn't asked me that in a while. Like, did you eat today? Or like, are you hungry? Like when we first got together and we were dating, like you were always, you good? You want, let's kind of check it up on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, did you eat today? And I'm like, um, no, I'm at work and my lunch break ain't till... What, he a waiter? <laughs> ask, ask ignorant questions like that to marry one. So that was one question. He would just come around a lot. Like every time I worked, it wasn't a day that he didn't come around. And I started to feel like I was getting some kind of fulfillment from him paying attention to me. And I was like, whoa, red flag. I should not be seeking to get fulfillment from anybody but my husband. Wait, we realized something. Some of y'all don't know who we are. So we thought we'd introduce ourselves. Salute, I'm Ishan, a rapper, producer, and filmmaker. I've hit Billboard a few times, and collectively I have over a million YouTube views. Hey, I'm Zara, a published author, teacher, faith-based counselor, and certified life coach. We've been married since 2007, and through Transparency, the podcast, we let you in on some of our very transparent conversations. Yeah, it's like you're eavesdropping in on a conversation we're having in our living room. But not just any conversation, one so transparent that y'all just might use it to help you transform your personal, marital, and or spiritual life. So subscribe on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, YouTube, and more. Visit transparencythepodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at transparencythepodcast for more information plus recent updates. Even something like attention, just being att- just liking being paid attention to. So that's when it was hard because I was like, I got to talk to my husband about this. This is difficult, but I don't want to, I don't, I don't like, I don't like feeling like this. So I remember I came to you and I was just like, you know, it's a guy at work and he pays attention to me a lot and I'm starting to like him paying attention to me. And I think it's because I'm so neglected by you that it's, 
it's it's left the door open for the enemy to get into our marriage. I don't want that to happen. I don't like feeling like this, but I can't lie to you and say that that attention, being paid attention to, doesn't make me feel like good as a woman. Mm, that hurt too. That hurt hearing that. I'm glad you was honest though. I mean, that was very, that was big of you. And I really respect you doing that because that means a lot. At first you didn't though, probably. But that you hurt. didn't respect me at first. That hurt. Of course not. I was I was I was more upset than than anything. Mm. But you know, when you when you step back and get out your feelings and think about, you know, what it really took for your wife to do that and what she did, you see it for what it is and I mean a healthy a healthy person. <laughs> No, for real. But, you know, yeah, that was hard. That was hard to hear. What a, did you feel it was when a I was blow. telling you? Like It was a blow and a shot to my ego, my heart. You know, that was... Mind a, y'all, nothing happened. Wasn't no kind of number exchange or... You know, nothing, no, it was nothing. It was like, but as soon as I felt I liked this attention, I was like, oh no. See, if you don't stop it right there, then you having secret conversations. Yeah. You having secret phone calls. You having lunch together at work. Now you meeting up outside of work. Now you in an affair. And I was like, that's how it happens. I'm just not that woman. Like, I don't, I don't, I just, that's, I don't. I don't play with that. So like Thank you. that first sign of it, I knew the enemy studies us, y'all. He knows where we're weak at in our personal lives, our spiritual lives, and our marriage and our relationships. Yes, he he does. knows if this woman feel neglected, I'm going to send him over here because I want to destroy their marriage. Oh, he definitely wanted to, to destroy our marriage yes, from indeed. the beginning. Yes, indeed. So if there's a window of opportunity, then he's going to do it. And so as soon as I felt that attention, I was like, I was scared because I'm like, I don't want to hurt my husband's feelings, but I have to tell him this. Like, I can't keep this from him because if I keep a secret from him, the enemy's going to have something to hang over my head. I'm going to deal with guilt and shame. And then it's like, it actually pushes you deeper into sin because you're keeping it a secret. It's like once you expose it and there's light on it, it loses its power. Yep. So I told you, I can't remember what you said after that. Do you remember? I don't. I don't, I don't really remember. I know how I felt. I don't remember... What I said, um, and I don't, I don't remember what transpired. However, I do know I came up there to the job. <laughs> looking for what, baby? What do you mean looking for what? I wasn't looking for what. I was looking for who. Well, he never like made a pass at me, or n- never said like, "Yo, I like you." It was just. Hey, that is a pass. Did you eat today? Did you eat How today? How are you today? You need anything? You Did you good? eat today? You sure? Let me let me break something down for you. I Did know you eat what today? It was. I know. How are you? Mm-hmm. How you feel? Mm-hmm. That is a pass. Mm-hmm. That is for a man. That is a pass. That's, I mean, I'm just saying just he never tried. He never was he like did. trying to exchange phone numbers. Is what I'm yeah. saying. And it like, didn't go that far because you, you didn't give him, you didn't give him the rhythm he was looking for. But he did make a pass. 
that's how men make passes. They cater to a woman. So what was you gonna do? Get in emotions. a fight at my at the job? That's what you was gonna do? I know I came up there to uh, to get you, and I went inside. I couldn't go through the gate because I didn't have a ID. Because we worked for the same company at the time, but mm-hmm. we worked in two different buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, you know, my ID didn't work for that building. So I couldn't go through, but I for sure stood up there at the front and waited for you to come out. And probably was on, on at least more than one occasion. Mm. And so... I don't know how you change behaviorally, but I know that um, I was like, I don't think I should stay at this job. Yeah. Just, you know, nothing, nothing had happened. Cause I know like if I was counseling someone and an affair occurred, I would be like, you need to reconsider getting another job. Nothing happened, but I just felt uncomfortable and it wasn't like a, um, a salary paying job. You know, where it was serious to where I'm like, I might have issues with benefits and this and this and that. Um, so I was just like, you know, I can get something else because I don't like, I don't know. I just didn't like feeling like that. I didn't like even having a feeling of liking attention from somebody else. Like I just, that was yeah, too no. much. I just was no. like, I know some people think that was like extreme. Like you left a job because you like being a paid attention. to. I just, I didn't think it was wise. I, I don't know. I yeah. just, I didn't, that was the first time that ever happened. That had never happened and never happened since. And I just, I just, I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the feeling of wanting attention from somebody else. Like, I just, I didn't Hallelujah. And so I left. And then, you know, we talked about, you know, how I felt and what I needed. And I think some changes were made after that. But um, that was just a, a way to ease into this conversation of social media. Right. And how some people think you being too extreme when you shut stuff down on social media from people being inappropriate. Indeed. If you are in a relationship or you're married, there is just a certain way that communication should occur, must occur online. Absolutely. And see, because social media ain't in the Bible, (laughs) like people think, well... That ain't a sin or that ain't whatever. And so they they be real liberal. I think it is. In the with their interaction. Thou shalt not text. Thou shalt not like or comment. I think that's in the Bible. I think it's in the New Testament. It's in Revelations. <laughs> so let's talk about some of those things and some of our experiences. Um, I think one of the first experiences I had was um, a, a, a young lady saying something to you on Twitter. This was like maybe over 10 years ago. Mm. And I can't remember what she said, but it was inappropriate because it's like you don't speak to a married man in a certain way. Right. Now, you might get away with that with other people's husbands, but with mine, I'm going to usually probably say something. Or if I don't say something, you'll find yourself um, just magically blocked. Like, what happened? (laughs) Like, nothing. Nobody said nothing. Now I can't (laughs) see his stuff no more. Because I don't play with that. Like, me and my husband don't play. See, what y'all got to understand is when you're set apart, you already got a different code of conduct to live by, period, as a believer. But when you are also set apart 
and people and y'all is using you as an example for people that cut that kind code of conduct just shot up even higher. Yeah. So there are some things that you may think is extreme that we do, but we're protecting the anointing that Yah has on our life to help you. Transparency, the podcast with Ishan and Zara. Subscribe to our email list and visit transparencythepodcast.com for more information plus recent updates. And if we don't shut stuff that see, he send people. He, the enemy sends people because yes, he does. wants this thing to be shut down. So if we don't move expediently, it's a threat to yep. the message, the anointing, the knowledge, information, revelation that is supposed to be delivered to people like you. Yep. So the girl says something on Twitter. Do you remember what she said? I can't remember what she said. Situation was this with the girl. What I said something, and she went off on me like I was the side chick, and she was the wife. Well, first of all, Twitter. she wasn't the side chick because no, was no there side was, chicks. No, it was no side. <laughs> let me clarify that there was no side chicks. But At I'm all. saying like she was talking to me, like trying to put me in my place right. about correcting her about how she was speaking to my husband, and I'm like, right, this right, is my right. husband. You don't right. have the liberty to tell me. How oh, yeah. I need to manage social affairs regarding him. You have no place in that. She was, well, first of all, we still brothers and sisters in Christ. So if I want to say something oh, yeah, to him, and yeah, I was just yeah, like, I don't yeah. care what, but you ain't no sister in For Christ real. to him. Y'all not sister and brother. I think she was like saying you she wanted to be a little sister or something like that. Yeah. No, we don't play little sister games we, over we here. We really don't. We don't play little brother. But we don't play those games. We don't we don't use those phrases, those terms, and those roles and relationships. I already got a little sister. And so I I, I was nice though. Like yeah, you were nice. You yeah. know, like I can get very firm and be yeah. very assertive. I was nice too because you know, we I had I had done some work with this girl um in the past. And it was, you know, but before that, it was a, it was a professional relationship, and then mm-hmm. she just crossed the line, mm-hmm. stepped over uh, a boundary, and mm-hmm. when she stepped over, she just got checked about it. Yeah, and I was I was I was nice, but I was assertive because right. you need to understand what right. kind of my marriage I don't play. Right, don't play with that. And she tried to act like it wasn't that deep. And then she did it like, and I I only said it to her publicly because she said it publicly. I could have did it privately, but you want to be public, so I'm going to say it public. And so I said, um, you know, I think I said something like, my husband is not your your big brother. Y'all not, y'all don't have a personal relationship like that. So please, you know, be careful making those references or something like that. I said, and she just went off. I mean, like paragraph after paragraph, just tweet, 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 tweet. And I, at first, I left it alone, even though I was burning in my chest, because I'm like, who are you talking to? I'm the wife. You should say, oh, my gosh, my bad. I'm so sorry if that came across like that. Right. Please forgive me. Because <laughs> if you as as close as you were trying to portray that y'all are, and you really little sis, then if I'm the wife, the you like, dang, I respect right, you too much right. out of respect for there. him. My bad, girl. I did not mean to do that. It's dead. No, but you want to go off, you know, a number of tweets. I still kept my composure. I still, you know, kept it, you know, 
royalty because I'm like, you know, obviously you're you hurting from some things if you spewing at me like that. Indeed. But it ain't going to be too many more before I check you for real. She kept going. So I checked her. Then she got blocked on every level from me and you. Yeah. And and after that, she was just very like it was just rage. You know what I mean? But it's like when we, when it comes to social media, if somebody is married, a woman shouldn't be talking to this man in no flirtatious kind of way. No, not the scripture talks about don't even do things that appear to be evil. If it appears that way, even if it's not that way, don't do it just because of the appearance of it. Yes, indeed. And so that's one of those things. Women commenting on your post. You know, because they think they're a fan and they can just say stuff like, oh, you look so handsome or you look cute in it. Don't 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 say that to my husband. You like. Bruh, like, no. Right. right. A, a dude shouldn't be saying that to me. Dang, you look fly in that picture. No, you shouldn't be speaking to a married. This is a woman who is in covenant through Yah with another man. You shouldn't. And see, see people get so loose because it, it's so common that they don't think is that serious. They're not understanding the seeds that are being planted when you do stuff like that to right. invite the enemy in. You just, you just set, you just, you just basically, you know how you can put something in the middle of the door to keep it from locking. You just put something right there to keep that door open so the enemy could get in. Yep. Like, no, we don't play those games. Another issue is DMs. Like men DMing a white, somebody else's wife or um, a woman DM DMing somebody else's husband. Now I get DMs from from men sometimes, just like oh, praying for you, Ishan, such such such, and you know it's fine. But some people have ulter- ulterior motives, and they're trying to have private conversations with me. Yeah, inappropriate. Women will send you messages knowing you got a wife that know the same y'all you know, and they want to talk to you. Insane. And I know a few times you've been like, yo, check, ask my wife or go to my wife. It's just like, why are you trying to have a private conversation with a married man? I don't care if it's about the word. You need to find you another woman Absolutely. to talk to. It's plenty of women that are filled with the Ruach. Absolutely. You don't need to be Straight having up. no private conversation with a man because what happens is you don't realize it, but the enemy's going to use that opportunity to make, either make you start catching feelings because it's an intimate, closed encounter that nobody don't know and nobody can't see that you think. Like, y'all don't be realizing I have access to all my husband's stuff. I go in there sometimes and I look and I see y'all sending him messages. For access. Like, I be wanting to respond, like, stop DMing my husband. Hey, I just was wondering if you know this. Hey, why? Why? Why are you wondering if my husband know that? You you know how to find the information yourself. Everybody got Google. Like you got Google. You don't need to you don't need to hit me directly to ask me about nothing. Like people ain't slow. Like y'all think when I see those messages, we don't know what you're doing? <laughs> like no, I really wouldn't know. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Now for people that just don't know, you know, now you know. It's inappropriate. 
You should not be trying to have a private conversation with somebody else's spouse. You just, you shouldn't do it. If you're just saying a thank you or something, okay, that's fine. But, but a conversation is But you're is trying the key. to have a conversation. Wanting that person to respond back and engage with you in some type of dialogue that can lead anywhere. That's where, you know. I don't even, I, you know, I don't even think it's appropriate for men to like pictures of another uh, woman that's not their wife um, and vice versa. A woman to like pictures of another dude. Indeed. Like, it's just, it's just in a, see, it those, it's those small things that we don't realize turn into the sin we didn't expect, quote unquote, to do. That's just, it's simple, it's small. It's small things like that. It's so many traps set before people do social media because of, you know, how people is dressed and, you know, just the challenges that people is doing. The We were talking to somebody the other day, talking about the silhouette challenge and how women who are supposedly believers were doing this uh, challenge where you like dancing provocatively Satanic. On a pole and do it's like, what are you doing? Challenge. There are men who are married that are scrolling and seeing this, or men who are single trying to, to try not to stay abstinent or not to look at porn, and then you're doing that. Like, what are we doing here? So, um, how do you think that affects you? Just as you know, from a man's standpoint, I know for for women, it may just. Most women are more emotional. So if you're trying to have a private conversation that and say the woman feels neglected and this dude is, hey, I just wanted to see how you are today. You good? You start having private conversations on social media before you know it. You looking forward to talking to this person every day. Yeah. I know for men, it may not be that emotional thing, but it may be like, you know, the images and the pictures and, you know, the lust of the eyes, not protecting that gate. How do you think it is for, for men? Like, what do you think are some things that men need to um, institute into their daily lives when it comes to social media, which is just like anything can come from anywhere at any moment? We want to give a special thank you to our monthly patrons. We appreciate you showing support. If you're not a monthly patron and want exclusive perks like an IG follow, private video sessions, and more, consider becoming a monthly patron. Just go to transparencythepodcast.com slash support. Anything can just drop in your face that you didn't need to see or plan to see. Right. I think, I, I think men, as men, we have to have... We have to have boundaries on social media, you know, boundaries that we stick to. And I think that comes from really disciplining your own and your personal life that kind of, you know, spills over into social media. Um, Because if you're not strong enough to do what you say you're going to do in real life, it's going to be hard to pull away from some of those images when they pop up. And you got images popping up on you know, not only, you know, I mean, you could say stay away from the Explore page, but it's people in your feed that may be posting something. You know, we live in a time right now where people are just really open to a lot of different things. People that weren't open to these things before now are considering these worldly things. And, you know, conviction is at, is at an all-time low. 
because of things like social media, because mm-hmm. of, you know, television. And there's um, been like scientific studies <clears throat> talking about how it desensitizes you from Absolutely. Realizing like that I'm consuming too much of this. Is it and it makes your brain addicted to that notification. Yeah. Or that next post. Yep. Or, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. That dopamine that comes along with it. Like you said, people are desensitized. People are desensitized in the desensitized in the world. Period. Like you know, a few years ago, we had a situation where we noticed, you know, a kid did something or said something inappropriately to another kid, and we told the parent of the kid, and the parent was like, "Well, you know, kids do those things," and it's like, yeah, and, it's and like, y'all, it was a, it was like a sexual thing, yeah. and we told the mom like, "Hey, you're this." Your son, this thing tried to occur. And she's like, well, kids explore. Like, you know, I said, no, no. Man, it's like this desensitized mindset where you just don't think it's that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just like my wife was saying a minute ago, things that don't seem like that, that things that don't seem like they're that big of a deal end up becoming a big deal later on. So it's good to take care of it, nip it in the bud, as people say, get it out the way ahead of time so you're not dealing with nothing full, no full grown sin later on. Because where do you think full grown sin comes from? Little tiny bits. That's what it comes from. It's like it's like stuff on TV today that we would have never saw when we were growing up, like um, certain images of people doing things. That are the same. Yeah, we wouldn't see that growing up, but they started just a little bit. You know, maybe it was two people together, but there was no kissing. Yep. And then, like you know, five six years later, now they hold hands. They're not kissing yet, but you you're seeing the image. Now they and then boom, they tongue kissing on TV, and it's like, whoa, what is going on? Like, yep, yep. they well, they groom you into it little by little. Yep, so yep, it's little the same thing with even social media. You you think these things are just little? Well, it, I just I just wanted to say hi in a private message to see if he would say something back, and then he says something back. So now what? And exactly. then you go forward, and then boom, it just grows, it grows into something. Into something you didn't you 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 may have not even anticipated it. Or you didn't, this may have not even been what you wanted. Because, see, this is the thing. A lot of people don't really know their weaknesses. You're not in tune with where you are spiritually, emotionally, you know, mentally. Exactly, exactly. But the enemy does know. He does. He knows your holes. He knows your weaknesses. <laughs> and he knows where your shortcomings are. Right. And he, and he uses those things to target you with certain people that he connects you with. To bring you down. Absolutely. So James 1, 5, I mean, James 1, uh, 15 says, then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. That's all the enemy can do. So from desire to death. Now, that could be physical death or that could be the death of a relationship Relationship. because you violated it. Yep. Or the death of a friendship or the right. death of a, a anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this is why when I had that feeling, that desiring attention, I, that I could, that's cool. I'm like my whole marriage, my kids, like this could be an issue. I'm leaving this job. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm attracted to this person or, oh, I want to be with this person. I simply was like, 
that attention felt good, but it felt so bad. Like, yeah, because I don't. It's like I'm a married woman. I I only want to receive that from my husband. You know what I'm saying? And and since then. Hey, enjoying this free podcast? Want to support your hosts? Go to transparencythepodcast.com slash support to find out how. My husband's always, you, you good? You hungry, babe? You want something? You, you like always yeah, talk making about sure. It. Talk about it. <laughs> always making Preach. sure that I'm good. He's always like trying to, you want me to massage you? you? Your neck hurt? You good? You want, you know, he's always doing that now. Um, but I'm thankful to y'all that because that it wasn't like my idea. Like I ain't that special to just be like, I should tell my husband the Ruach, which is the Holy Spirit was just like, confess right away with confession. We got a shot when you don't confess, that's when this is going to turn into something. So I had to confess and say, I am liking this attention and that's not good. Like I don't want to feel like this and I need you to know, you know, and it was hard. It was so hard because, you know, I know that the male ego was fragile. I know that when you say something like that, even if it's not something you're participating in or, you know, it's nothing going on, just the <clears throat> thought of your wife saying something like this is like, I know that that can hurt. So, and I didn't want to hurt my husband. But imagine if it turned into an affair. Now, what kind of conversation we having? You talking about hurt. Right. Now there's death, like that scripture exactly. talked about, of, of a whole marriage and a family. You know? So exactly. We just wanted to, like, quickly encourage y'all. When y'all are on social media or, you know, you're at work or you're in these, you know, environments with the opposite sex to be encouraged. Incredibly conscious of the commu- the type of communication you are having with the opposite sex. Yeah. Whether you're single or married, um, but especially if somebody is married, you have to be conscious that you cannot communicate with them like you would a single person. You you for example, say um this is a single guy and there's a single girl, and you know, she for whatever reason needs help understanding something in scripture. Normally, I would say, you know, go to a woman, but say there's a Bible study and there's men and women there and he's sitting next to uh, her and they're talking while they're at the group. All right. Y'all talking at the group. But if he was married, you need to go ahead and move your seat and find somebody else to talk to about that scripture. Like, because it's it plants seeds. You don't you just never know where weaknesses are in people. And you just out of love for the people of Yah. You want to protect and cover people. So you want to just make sure just the way you dress, the the um, the movements that you make with, you know, around uh, someone of the opposite sex or somebody that's married, like be conscious of all of those things because it's like you don't want to open a door or or invite the enemy in in any way. And let me say this, too. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Let me say this, too. It's very important to be. Um, cognizant of the effect that social media and TV and radio and all this stuff has on you and your psyche. It, it influences you a lot greater than you think. It plants seed. My wife just talked about, you know, planting a seed. It plants a seed. Remember, a seed you can't see. A seed is buried. 
until it's not anymore until it's until it grows and it breaks the surface and becomes something now now you're dealing with something but it started as a seed these things are planting seeds in your mind in 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 all of our minds it's it's attempting to plant seed and it wants those seeds the enemy wants those seeds to take root so that they can begin to produce these type of things in our lives it's so very important that yah his word um our prayer life is all of these things are turned up in our life because without that, we're not going to be able to notice, you know, just like my wife said, when she, when she felt, um, when she felt herself feeling something that was a red flag for her, but for, you know, the average person that might not be an issue, you know, they might be comfortable feeling something, especially something that feels good, you know, and now, you know, because there's so many dopamine hits with, you know, things like social, social media, people are comfortable with feeling good. People, matter of fact, that's why they're opening their phone in the first place is to feel good. Yeah. So feeling good might not be a red flag for a person these days unless you're led by the Ruach, the spirit of the Most High. Yeah. And so that's just very important to keep in mind that we got to be reading we got to be studying. We got to be seeking him more we, than we are seeking the things of this world. And we have to be responding to um, conviction expediently. Like delayed obedience is disobedience. Absolutely. Like as soon as you feel something, respond to that. Like as soon as Yah is, you feel something a little uncomfortable, like, you know, I don't really know if that's right. Explore that. Ask Yah, show me. You know, don't don't bury it or just knock it to the back or it's uh, so it's fine. Listen, respond. That is the whole. That is the ruach protecting you from absolutely, something. Absolutely. So don't push past that and keep moving forward. No, whether you're single, married, whatever, whatever conviction the ruach is giving you, it's because it's the ruach is like I'm covering you. I'm protecting you from something. So listen to that and respond to that. Do not ignore the voice of Yah through the Ruach. Don't do that. You will find yourself in trouble. If I would have ignored that prompting, because I'm telling y'all, this conversation was very light, but that was a very lonely place for me. If your husband is rarely home, he's always working. And when he is home, he's working on his other stuff that he got to do. For a woman, that is a lonely place. A woman who wants to be touched, who wants to be kissed, who wants to somebody, to her husband, to tell her she's beautiful today and I missed you and caress you and not just want you for sexual fulfillment, but like I just want to grab your body out of I love you, your mind. And you're not getting that for. Uh, uh, it's like for a dude If you just not, He's never get sex She just never sleeps with him And then he around People with tight uh, What do you call them? Them jeans they wear Them tight jeans I forget what they call them He's real tight With they butt all out And then he ain't getting None at home Like she's never Sexually fulfilling him When he goes out It's He's It's gonna start pulling him In other directions that, so that's where I was just not physically. It was an emotional void of wanting attention. And so if I would have ignored that, it might not be no transparency to podcast today. It might not be no, you know, uh, so many people tell us, um, me and my husband, how much we bless them. I mean, we hear that all the time. 
if we weren't strong in our convictions and responding to the the word of the Ruach, you wouldn't be able to say that. It's something you got to manage daily. It's a, it's a lifestyle that you have to respond to the voice of Yah and the convictions in order to live. Now, it's people out here that's living fake lives and people just, oh, black love, love y'all. And they marriage is not, they cheating on each other, all kind of stuff. But in this marriage, that's not what's going down. I'm not going to be out here telling y'all something and then we live in a whole nother way. For real. Like, this is real for us. Like, Yah is... Oh my gosh, y'all, he's just too good to be like not listening to, like ignoring. He's blessed us. He's brought us too far. Everybody wanted, mostly everybody in the beginning of our marriage wanted this marriage to be over, to end in divorce. Some people still want it to be, want us to get a divorce today. Right. And so it's only by the grace of y'all. Only by his grace. And babe, I want to apologize again for that. I'm sorry baby, for neglecting you. Do you know how long ago that was? With I know. Lisa? I still want to apologize because I was wrong for that though. Like you baby. can't. I, you know, I know that now. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't. You know, I didn't. It just was hard for me to understand that. Then, that kind of need. Yeah. The fact that I need to put you first. Putting you first. Puts me at my best. Mm-hmm. My best is where I need to be in order to achieve the things that I'm trying to achieve in life. Mm-hmm. But putting you first does that. But yeah. this world teaches us the opposite. The world teaches us you got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to get out there. And you, you have been under late, a lot of teaching that taught yeah. you very different about yeah. manhood and submission. And yeah. ain't nobody, everybody want to talk yeah. about the woman submitting, but the scripture talks about submitting one to, one to another. That means mutual. Like that don't mean I'm just doing all the submitting now. One to another. And so when you're under the, that kind of doctrine and stuff, I mean, what are, how are you supposed to know? But thank y'all by the, the, by the Ruach. Right. And so I and think. You got a lot of teachers out there that. They out there teaching, they, you know, they swear they're doing the work of the most high and their families are falling apart. Yeah. They People end know up how cheating. to put on a great show and a great picture. Right. And it's not real. And that's one thing I said years ago. Like, I don't want to be out here looking like the picture perfect couple and it's not real. Right. Like, this needs to be really real when everything is shut off and we home alone. Like Method Man. Oh my God! Is it real, son? Is it really real, son? Real son, ain't no Oh my gosh! But we <laughs> nah, hope I agree. we hope that we've said something to inspire inspire you when it comes to one responding to your convictions. What has Yah been convicting you about by His ruach lately? Whenever He does, how long does it take to you to for you to respond? It needs to be immediately. Also, how are you communicating with the opposite <laughs> sex? On social media, at your job, in any clubs or groups or meetings, is it appropriate? Are there things you could do to protect the marriages or the um, the purity of someone who may be single or tr- trying to remain abstinent? Like, are you contributing to that, to, to their holiness and their righteousness? Or are you kind of like being a little bit of a temptation? Think about that. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram. At Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time. If there is a next time. Oh my gosh.